Good afternoon. Welcome to St. Paul the Sixth Parish. We welcome all those who are joining us on YouTube, Facebook, and our website. I am Kathy Nisafaro. My lecture partner is Giovanni Scalmani. We begin this Holy Week with the blessing of Palm. Please direct your attention to the front door of the church. Dear brothers and sisters, since the beginning of Lent until now, we have prepared our hearts by penance and charitable works. Today we gather together to herald with the whole church the beginning of the celebration of our Lord's Paschal Mystery, that is to say, his passion and resurrection. For it was to accomplish this mystery that he entered his own city of Jerusalem. Therefore, with all faith and devotion, let us commemorate the Lord's entry into the city for our salvation, following into his footsteps, so that being made by his grace partakers of the cross, we may have a share also in his resurrection. Let us pray. Almighty God, sanctify these branches with your heavenly blessing, that we who follow Christ the King in exaltation may reach the eternal Jerusalem through him, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus proceeded on his journey up to Jerusalem as he drew near the Bethpage and Bethany at the place called the Mount of Olives. He sent two of his disciples. He said, go into the village opposite you, and as you enter it, you will find a colt tethered on which no one has ever sat. Untie it and bring it here. And if someone should ask you, why are you untying it, you will answer, the master has need of it. So those who had been sent went off and found everything just as he had told them. And as they were untying the colt, its owner said to them, why are you untying this colt? They answered, the master has need of it. So they brought it to Jesus, threw their cloaks over their coat, and helped Jesus to mount. As he rode along, the people were spreading their cloaks on the road. And now as he was approaching the slope of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of his disciples began to praise God aloud with joy for all the mighty deeds they had seen. They proclaimed, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. He's in heaven, glory in the highest. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. He said in reply, I tell you, if they keep silent, the stones will cry out. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Please be seated. Our Gospel today that we begin with, we have two Gospels today. We have this wonderful Gospel about the Palm, what we would call Palm Sunday or Passion Sunday. And we have the Passion of Jesus Christ, which will be read in just a, a few moments. And these two Gospels are very interesting because the first Gospel talks about the people screaming, Hosanna, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Throwing their cloaks on the ground, waving their palm branches, they're very excited for Jesus. And our passion narrative tells us that in a, just a few short days, those same people are calling for Jesus to be crucified. And I think it's an it's a icon of our own understanding, our icon of our own journey from baptism throughout our life. We accept Christ. We rejoice with Christ. We celebrate Christ in our lives. There are moments in our life where Christ is so important and so powerful a force in our life and so powerful a presence in our life. And there are other moments that if we're honest, Christ loses his importance. There are other moments, if we are honest, where Christ is forgotten by us and we fall into sin and we don't scream out, crucify him, crucify him, as the people did uh, to Pilate on, on, that, uh, on that night, uh, on that uh, Holy Week so many years ago. But our sins 
are something that's part of our life. So today, during this Passion Time, during this Passion Sunday, today, during this time, as we look forward to the celebration of Holy Thursday, Good Friday, and, and the Easter Vigil, and Easter itself, let us put away our sins, let us put away our failings, and let us scream out, Hosanna, Hosanna to the Son of David. Dear brethren, brothers and sisters, let the crowds who claim Jesus in Jerusalem, let us go forth in peace. In the name of Christ. Please join us in singing our processional hymn, number 192. All glory, laud, and honor, number Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, who, as an example of humility for the human race to follow, caused our Savior to take flesh and submit to the cross, graciously grant that we may heed his lesson of patient suffering and so merit in his resurrection, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. No, no, no. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The Lord God has given me a well-trained tongue that I might know how to speak to the weary a word that will rouse them. Morning after morning, he opens my ear that I may hear and I have not rebelled, have not turned back. I gave my back to those who beat me, my cheeks to those who plucked my beard. My face I did not shield from buffets and spitting. The Lord God is my help, therefore I am not disgraced. I have set my face like flint, knowing that I shall not be put to shame. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
with parted lips they wag their heads. He relied on the Lord, let him deliver him, let him rescue him if he loves him. My reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians. Christ Jesus, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God something to be grasped. Rather, he emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, coming in human likeness, and found human in appearance, he humbled himself, becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Because of this, God greatly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bend of those in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. The word of the Lord.
those who are unable to stand, you may, you may of course be seated. The Passion of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. When the hour came, Jesus took his place at table with the apostles. He said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I shall not eat it again until there is fulfillment in the kingdom of God. Then he took a cup, gave thanks, and said, Take this and share it among yourselves. For I tell you that from this time on, I shall not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. Then he took the bread, said the blessing, broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which will be given up for you. Do this in memory of me. And likewise the cup, after they had eaten, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which will be shed for you. And yet, behold, the hand of the one who is to betray me is with me at the table. For the Son of Man indeed goes as it has been determined, but woe to that man by whom he is betrayed. And they began to debate among themselves who among them would do such a deed. Then an argument broke out among them about which of them should be regarded as his greatest. He said to them, The kings of the Gentiles lorded over them, and those in authority over them are addressed as benefactors. But among you it shall not be so. Rather, let the greatest among you be as the youngest, and the leader as the servant. For who is greater, the one seated at table or the one who serves? Is not the one seated at table? I among you as the one who serves. I am among you as the one who serves. It is you who have stood by me in my trials, and I confer a kingdom on you, just as my Father has conferred one on me, that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom, and you will sit on the throne judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has demanded to sift all of you like wheat, but I have prayed that your own faith may not fail, and once you have turned back, you must strengthen your brothers. He said to him, Lord, I am prepared to go to prison and to die with you. But he replied, I tell you, Peter, before the cock crows this day, you will deny three times that you know me. He said to them, When I sent you forth without a money bag or a sack or sandals, were you in need of anything? No, nothing. They replied, He said to them, but now one who has a money bag should take it, and likewise a sack. And one who does not have a sword should sell his cloak and buy one. For I tell you that this scripture must be fulfilled in me, namely, he was counted among the wicked. And indeed, what is written about me is coming to fulfillment. Then they said, Lord, look, there are two swords here. But he replied, It is enough. Then going out, he went, as was his custom, to the Mount of Olives, and the disciples followed him. When he arrived at the place, he said to them, Pray that you may not undergo the test. After withdrawing about a stone's throw from them and kneeling, he prayed, saying, Father, if you are willing, take this cup away from me. Still, not my will, but yours be done. And to strengthen him, an angel from heaven appeared to him, he was in such agony, and he prayed so fervently that his sweat became like drops of blood falling on the ground. When he rose from prayer and returned to his disciples, he found them sleeping from grief. He said to them, Why are you sleeping? Get up and pray that you may not undergo the test. While he was still speaking, a crowd approached, and in front was one of the twelve, a man named Judas. He went up to Jesus to kiss him. Jesus said to him, Judas, are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? His disciples realized what was about to happen, and they asked, Lord, Lord shall, shall we strike, strike with, with a sword? And one of them struck the high priest's servant and cut off his right ear. But Jesus said in reply, Stop, no more of this. Then he touched the servant's ear and healed him. And Jesus said to the chief priests and temple guards and elders who had come for him, have you come out against me as a robber with swords and clubs? 
Day after day I was with you in the temple area, and you did not seize me. But this is your hour, the time for the power of darkness. After arresting him, they led him away and took him into the house of the high priest. Peter was following at a distance. They lit a fire in the middle of the courtyard and sat around it, and Peter sat down with them. When a maid saw him seated in the light, she looked intently at him and said, This man too was with him. But he denied it, saying, Woman, I do not know him. A short while later, someone else saw him and said, You too are one of them. But Peter answered, My friend, I'm not. About an hour later, still another insisted. Assuredly, this man too was with him, for he also is a Galilean. But Peter said, My friend, I do not know what you are talking about. Just as he was saying this, the cock crowed, and the Lord turned and looked at Peter. And Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said to him, Before the cock crows today, you will deny me three times. He went out and began to weep bitterly. The men who held Jesus in custody were ridiculing and beating him. They blindfolded him and questioned him, saying, Prophecy, who is it that struck you? And they reviled him in saying many other things against him. When day came, the council of elders of the people met, both chief priests and scribes, and they brought him before their Sanhedrin. They said, If you are the Christ, tell us. But he replied to them, If I tell you, you will not believe, and if I question, you will not respond. But from this time on, the Son of Man will be seated at the right hand of the power of God. They all asked, Are you then the Son of God? He replied to them, You say that I am. Then they said, What further need have we for testimony? We have heard it from his own mouth. Then the whole assembly of them arose and brought him before Pilate. They brought charges against him, saying, We found this man misleading our people. He opposes the payment of taxes to Caesar and maintains that he is the Christ, a king. Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? He said to him in reply, You say so. Pilate then addressed the chief priests and the crowds. I find this man not guilty. But they were adamant and said, He is inciting the people with his teaching throughout all Judea, from Galilee, where he began even to here. On hearing this, Pilate asked if the man was a Galilean, and upon learning that he was under Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him to Herod, who was in Jerusalem at that time. Herod was very glad to see Jesus. He had been wanting to see him for a long time, for he had heard about him and had been hoping to see him perform some sign. He questioned him at length, but he gave him no answer. The chief priests and scribes, meanwhile, stood by accusing him harshly. Herod and his soldiers treated him contemptuously and mocked him, and after clothing him in resplendent garb, he sent him back to Pilate. Herod and Pilate became friends that very day, even though they had been enemies formerly. Pilate then summoned the chief priests, the rulers, and the people, and said to them, You brought this man to me and accused him of inciting the people to revolt. I have conducted my investigation in your presence, have not found this man guilty of the charges you have brought against him, nor did Herod for he sent him back to us. So no capital crime has been committed by him. Therefore, I shall have him flogged and then release him. But altogether, they shouted out, Away with this man. Release Barabbas to us. Now Barabbas had been imprisoned for a rebellion that had taken place in the city and for murder. Again, Pilate addressed them, still wishing to release Jesus but they continued their shouting. Crucify him, crucify him. Pilate addressed them a third time. What evil has this man done? I found him guilty of no capital crime. Therefore, I shall have him flogged and then release him. With loud shouts, however, 
they persisted in calling for his crucifixion and their voices prevailed. The verdict of Pilate was that their demand should be granted. So he released the man who had been imprisoned for rebellion and murder for whom they asked and he handed Jesus over to them to deal with as they wished. As they led him away, they took hold of a certain Simon, a Cyrenian, who was coming in from the country. And after laying the cross on him, they made him carry it behind Jesus. A large crowd of people followed Jesus, including many women who mourned and lamented him. Jesus turned to them and said, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me. Weep instead for yourselves and for your children. For indeed, the days are coming when people will say, Blessed are the barren, the wombs that never bore and the breasts that never nursed. At that time, people will say to the mountains, Fall upon us, and to the hills, Cover us. For if these things are done when the wood is green, what will happen when it is dry? Now two others, both criminals, were led away with him to be executed. When they came to the place called the Skull, they crucified him and the criminals there, one on his right, the other on his left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, they know not what they do. They divided his garments by casting lots. The people stood by and watched. The rulers, meanwhile, sneered at him and said, He saved others. Let him save himself. He is the chosen one, the Christ of God. Even the soldiers jeered at him. As they approached to offer him wine, they called out, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. Above him, there was an inscription that read, This is the king of the Jews. Now one of the criminals hanging there reviled Jesus, saying, Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. The other, however, rebuking him, said in reply, Have you no fear of God? For you are subject to the same condemnation. And indeed, we have been condemned justly for the sentence we received corresponds to our crimes. But this man has done nothing criminal. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He replied to him, Amen, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. It was now about noon and darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon because of an eclipse of the sun. Then the veil of the temple was torn down the middle. Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. And when he had said this, he breathed his last. The centurion, who witnessed what had happened, glorified God and said, This man was innocent beyond doubt. When all the people who had gathered for this spectacle saw what had happened, they returned home, beating their breasts. But all his acquaintances stood at a distance, including the women who had followed him from Galilee and saw these events. Now there was a virtuous and righteous man named Joseph, who though he was a member of the council, had not consented to their plan of action. He came from the Jewish town of Arimathea and was awaiting the kingdom of God. He went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. After he had taken the body down, he wrapped it in a linen cloth and laid him in a rock-hewn tomb in which no one had yet been buried. It was the day of preparation and the Sabbath was about to begin. The women who had come from Galilee with him followed behind, and when they had seen the tomb and the way in which his body was laid in it, they returned and prepared spices and perfumed oils. Then they rested on the Sabbath according to the commandment. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ.
I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, and God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He is sent into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, which he receives from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. On this passion tide, let us place our needs and petitions before the Lord, who in his mercy will hear and answer them. For the church, that this commemoration of Holy Week bring renewed vigor to the work of spreading the gospel of Jesus, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the world, that the power of Christ crucified may lead lands torn by violence, especially Ukraine, to have peace, justice, and security. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Having received blessings from the Lord, may we heartfully help those in need by supporting the Archbishop's annual appeal. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all those who have suffered the ill effects of the coronavirus, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For members of St. Paul the Sixth Parish, as we enter into this holy week to experience the death of Christ's resurrection, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For members of our parish who are sick and hospitalized, for those who are confined to home who no longer worship with us, and for those who have died, glorious Schoenfeld, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Today's Mass is being offered for Joan Rose. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For our own personal attentions, those written in the Book of Hope, all those on the angel prayer line. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. From one generation to the next, you have been our help and our strength. Hear the cries of your family that gathers here before you. We trust in your word, We ask, for we trust in your answer. For we ask in the name of Jesus, the Lord. Amen. Please join us in singing our offertory hymn, number 208. Were you there? Number 
Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Through the passion of your only begotten Son, O Lord, may our reconciliation with you be near at hand, so that though we do not merit it by our own deeds, yet by this sacrifice made once for all, we may feel already the effects of your mercy. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For though innocent, he suffered willingly for sinners and accepted unjust condemnation to save the guilty. His death has washed away our sins and his resurrection has purchased our justification. And so with all the angels we praise you as in joyful celebration we acclaim. by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. The time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly, we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Leonard, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant, Joan Rose, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that she who is united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. 
Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles, and with all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Savior's command informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant our peace and unity in accordance graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be always with you. That's all for each other, a sign of peace. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. This is a spiritual communion prayer for those viewing Mass online. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament of the altar. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen.
in Jerusalem that day. The soldiers tried to clear the narrow streets, but the crowd pressed in to see the man condemned to die on Calvary. He was bleeding from a beating. There were stripes upon his back, and he wore a crown of thorns upon his head. And he bore with every step the scorn of those who cried out for his death. singing our communion hymn, number 181, O Sacred Head Surrounded. few announcements for you. This is, of course, Holy Week, and it's the most important week of the year. People have asked, if it's so important, why aren't these holy days of obligation? 
because the church can't impose an obligation when you only celebrate something once, right? So Thursday night mass is at 7 p.m. We can't impose an obligation on that because it's only once uh, and some people would be unable to fulfill it, but it is, they are all important. So let me go through the whole week. Monday evening there'll be confessions at 6 at Mount Carmel Church, which has been a rousing success. You can't believe the number of people that have been coming for confessions 6 to 7 on Monday evenings. Uh, this week we will have a fourth priest available, uh, and we'll have a Lenten talk at 7 o'clock uh, with St. Paul VI as the background for our reflection. Uh, we're also going to have an extra set of confection, confessions on Saturday morning from 10 until noon at Mount Carmel Church as well. All three of us will be hearing confessions then. Holy Thursday begins the Sacred Triduum, uh, the three days of liturgy that's really one celebration. Uh, Thursday, Holy Thursday Mass will be at 7 o'clock at Mount Carmel Church, but each of the churches will have time for adoration on Thursday evening. We're going to have an adoration altar at St. Rita's, an adoration altar at Ascension, at Blessed Sacrament, as well as Mount Carmel. So those of you who like to visit more than one church on Holy Thursday evening will be able to visit our other churches. Good Friday we'll be offering the liturgy at 3 p.m. here at St. Rita's and at 7 p.m. at Mount Carmel. Uh, Spanish Stations of the Cross will be at 12.30. Spanish Celebration of Good Friday will be 3 o'clock at Blessed Sacrament. Seven Last Words will be at 7 o'clock in Spanish at Blessed Sacrament. Okay, and Holy Saturday Liturgy will be 8 o'clock at St. Rita's. Uh, on Saturday, we also will have a rosary in the afternoon at Ascension, and we will be blessing food uh, at 1 o'clock at Blessed Sacrament Church. So all four churches have something going on during this week. Um, we will be starting the Alpha Course um, in the near future, so watch the bulletin over the next few weeks for more uh, details. Uh, it's a goal of mine as your pastor that we have 300 people in the next couple years do the Alpha course. Uh, we already have about 250 people who've done it, so it's a really, I think, a good incentive. It's a good number that we've chosen. Uh, I think it's a wonderful thing. We will have testimonies of people who've done the Alpha course and explain it. It, it sounds terribly, um, challenging, but it's very easy and wonderful and beautiful and, and terrific and a great way to know the faith better. And it's a beginning, hence the word alpha, the first letter of the Greek al alphabet. Uh, and then the programs that follow are called beta. Very good. Yeah. Please stand. Let us pray. Nourished with these sacred gifts, we humbly beseech you, O Lord, that just as through the death of your Son you have brought us to hope for what we believe, so by his resurrection you may lead us where you call. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Bow for God's blessing. Look, we pray, O Lord, on this your family, for whom our Lord Jesus Christ did not hesitate to be delivered into the hands of the wicked and submit to the agony of the cross. Look, we pray, on Lord, on this your family, for whom our Lord Jesus Christ did not hesitate to be delivered into the hands of the wicked and submit to the agony of the cross, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Masses and go in peace. Thanks be to God. With Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our defense against the wicked. May God rebuke and we humbly pray, and do thou, O Prince of the heavenly hosts, by the power of God, cross into hell, Satan, and all evil spirits, proud of the Lord. Please join us in singing our recessional hymn, number 299.
Take Up Your Cross, number 299.